When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So I hope the title of this video caught your attention. I promise you that is not clickbait. Our president has made that prediction that the stock market will come crashing down, that very bad things will happen in the economy. But to find this prediction, we need to be better than mainstream media and not have a memory that lasts the length of a single news cycle. Okay, so to find this prediction from Donald Trump, again, I said this is not clickbait. I'm going to give you guys this quote right here. We have to go back to September 26th, 2016, over two years ago. This was the very first presidential debate between uh, Clinton and Trump, high stakes, and you know, in response to, to Hillary Clinton going off on some really typical boring rhetoric about how they're going to get jobs and how they're going to pay for education, et cetera, et cetera. Trump comes back with her and and ends his kind of statement on this quote. Now, look, we have the worst revival of an economy since the Great Depression. And believe me, we're in a bubble right now. And the only thing that looks good is the stock market. But if you raise interest rates even a little bit, that's going to come crashing down. We are in a big, fat, ugly bubble. And we better be awfully careful. And we have a Fed that's doing political things. This Janet Yellen of the Fed, the Fed is doing political by keeping the interest rates at this level. And believe me, the day Obama goes off and he leaves and he goes out to the golf course for the rest of his life to play golf, when they raise interest rates, you're going to see some very bad things happen because the Fed is not doing their job. The Fed is being more political than Secretary Clinton. Said by our president before he was our president, but... I think, again, we need to go back and check these statements. I think this is something that Trump said that he was absolutely spot on about. Back in 2016, the stock market was in a bubble. But it's still in a bubble today. Back in 2016, September of 2016, during the time of this debate, you know, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was between 18 and 19,000 points. Today, it's over 26,000. So if it was a big, fat, ugly bubble back then, it's a bigger, fatter, uglier bubble today. And this is not me trying to be anti-Trump or super partisan politics or anything like that. I get it. I'm I'm, I'm happy that Clinton's not in office either. All I'm saying is that with their current platforms, whether it's Republican Party, the Democratic Party, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, doesn't matter. With their current platforms, they cannot fix the current economic system, and they cannot avoid the inevitable economic downturn. No, I'll hand it to Trump. I'll hand it to him. He has done some things differently than, than Clinton probably would have. I mean, for all this talk about the political parties being so similar, which I think that there is a lot of similarities and people get too caught up in just the differences, but he has handled some things differently in terms of economics, in terms of his policy. For instance, the trade war. You know, Clinton probably would have followed a path very similar to President Obama. And, you know, the, this this rhetoric, mostly rhetoric against China, calling them currency manipulators or, or, or not playing fair or whatever it is. But he probably wouldn't, she probably wouldn't have played hardball like Trump has with his tariffs, etc. Uh, tax cuts, you know, she, we, we probably wouldn't see this, the, the Trump tax cut bill, um, 
if Clinton was in office. We wouldn't see a Clinton tax cut bill, right? And, and, you know, to his credit, I mean, they haven't been great for deficits, which I think is a huge problem. That's a problem that we can't ignore because in the end, we're going to pay a tax through inflation because of those rising deficits. But, you know, to his credit, he has cut taxes for a lot of corporations and for a lot of U.S. uh, citizens, okay? So he has done some things differently, but it isn't enough to avoid the inevitable. In fact, you know, if you had some, you know, like uh, uh, people that, that a lot of, you know, us uh, Austrian economists enjoy, you know, if we had a Peter Schiff as president, a Ron Paul, or I mean, can you imagine how cool that would be? I don't know if they could avoid the inevitable, right? In fact, you know, if they were in office, I'm sure that, that the, the Fed would immediately, you know, bring it all come crashing down on their head and, and make them look as bad as possible. And, and, you know, that brings me back to what he's saying back here about Janet Yellen and the Fed doing political things. Now, I think it's important to keep in mind that the Fed is not just Janet Yellen. It is not just Jerome Powell. They're the chairman, chairwomen back then, and the chairman today, Fed, uh, Fed Chairman Powell, um, they're, you know, the head. But... They're not the only voting member. They're not the only one that decides policy. That the Fed is is made up of of numerous different you know governors or presidents, and and some vote and some don't. It's kind of a, a some vote during some periods of time, some don't. You know, it's kind of rotates, I guess, through these different members. Uh, and so, as a whole, you know, the Fed is not a whole lot different than it was during Obama's presidency. And he's right. I do believe that the Fed was being very political during his presidency. I think um, Obama and his uh, economic ideology was you know, fell in line pretty well with with a lot of the Fed members. And so what did they do? Well, during his presidency, he saw, you know, QE2, QE3. I think he saw the beginning of QE1, or, or the end, certainly, of it, at least. He saw these um, interest rates kept at 0, 0%. Historically, like, that's the lowest interest rates have been in thousands of years, as far as we know. I mean, I don't know. It'd be hard to go throughout human history and find interest rates as low as the Fed kept them for, you know, a full like eight, you know, seven, six years, something like that. And yeah, Janet Yellen didn't raise interest rates until 2015, December 2015, one time, and didn't raise them again until uh, December of 2016 after Trump, you know, after we already knew that Trump was going to be the next uh, president. And so I do believe that they were political. They were keeping uh, interest rates low, they were keeping things um, very accommodated for Obama throughout his presidency. But but now, I mean, he has his Powell in office as chairman. Okay, The Fed, I don't think, has changed a whole lot since then. And I think what they're doing right now very well could be political as well. You know, it'd be interesting, interesting to see how the Fed would have behaved during a Clinton presidency. Would they have remained even more accommodative? She probably would have kept yelling in place. And yeah, they probably would have. But the Fed right now, it doesn't matter if they're political or not. They're raising interest rates. They're doing exactly what Trump said would uh, ultimately pop this big, fat, ugly bubble that would cause things to come crashing down. As he said, um, when they raise interest rates, you're going to see some very bad things happen because the Fed is not doing their job. Well, they're doing their job now. Your, your, your guy, Jerome Powell, is doing his job. They're raising interest rates. They're unwinding their balance sheet, which politicians almost never talk about because it's, I don't know. It's all folks on interest rates. Forget about all this money printing that occurred. Uh, but they're unwinding their balance sheet too. They're doing their job. I think Trump's absolutely right in this comment that it's going to come, cause things to come crashing down. Now, I know inevitably, and again, I'm not trying to be uber partisan in this video. I'm not making this all anti-Trump. I'm simply stating that doesn't matter who's in office, they, they can't avoid this economic reality, right? Um, I know inevitably there's going to be people that come in 
that whenever anybody says anything bad about Trump, the economy, or anything he's done, they're gonna call me a liberal or whatever or whatever. Which I'm not. I'm, if anything, I'm 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 a more conservative libertarian. Um, that that just is not a big fan of you know either parties, honestly. Um, but the, again, this is not me trying to be overtly political. But these people will come in and say that I'm being that way, or how dare you say this about Trump, or Trump is the best president ever, or how about this one? At least it's not Hillary. But you know, I'm really getting sick of that. You guys can comment. I'm not. I'm not getting sick of those comments. But I'm kind of getting sick of this rhetoric from the right people that not necessarily happy with everything Trump said. Maybe people that were hardcore conservatives or principled conservatives back in 2016, and today, you know, are seeing this guy that they do some things that are maybe not super conservative, right? In terms of principled. Uh, being, being principled or or hey maybe back in 2016 they they were talking about how we need to end these foreign wars right they were cheering on trump as his, he was talking about you know ending wars or, or whatever being anti-war type of president or or anti-fed type president and yet today he hasn't really followed through on those promises and yet they're still trying to rationalize it in their own mind um let's be honest here guys i mean let's be honest let's have an honest discussion about uh about trump as a president um he's sure he's done some things that, that I can get behind, you know, maybe deregulation. Tax cuts in theory aren't a bad idea, though I already covered, you know, the invisible tax through inflation, sure. But, you know, as a whole, well, at least his economic policy hasn't been all that conservative, right? It's been more protectionist. It's more been more nationalistic than anything else with, with the trade war of tariffs, um, et cetera. It's, you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just stating the facts. You guys can make your own decision. And I know a lot of my supporters are big Trump fans, and I want you guys to stick around. But I'm also not just going to avoid ever criticizing him or saying something badly about him. Because of the fact of the matter is that, you know, it he has done some not very principled conservative things. You know, I, I know in the past, like, I've, I've had people comment, say, you know, I, I liked you uh, talking in your conversation until you got to Donald Trump. And usually that's because they disagree with what I say about Donald Trump. But listen to this. I mean, you got to. I had somebody yesterday talk about comment and say, "Hey, you're you're buying the mainstream media's narrative about Trump and and whatnot." And I'm like, seriously? Like, do you, do you want to know how much mainstream media I consume? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You know, it's very rare that I read an article from any mainstream media outlet. I shouldn't say rarely, but I mean, I, I do. You know, sure, I'll read something from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Washington Post, right? Occasionally something from like uh, CBS, NBC, something like that. I read some CNBC financial articles, but I'm also considering the source, right? Same thing goes if I'm reading it from Fox News, Bloomberg, Breitbart, whatever I'm reading it from. I consider the source. I know that they're going to have a bias. Sure. But I also consume a lot of very non-mainstream sources, a lot of different people here on YouTube, Zero Hedge, you know, Silver Doctors, you know, no, I'm not buying the mainstream media narrative. I'm just also not buying the, the the let's support Trump at all cost narrative either. Okay, so I don't know. I, I, I think you know both both sides need to be uh, a little bit more honest with themselves and not you know constantly rationalize things that they previously would have have, have disagreed with. You know, this whole notion of at least it's not Hillary. Well, you know, come on, guys. If you're not happy with who we have deep inside, then ask for something better, right? I would agree. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'd agree that 
yeah, Trump is is better better than Clinton, you know. And you know what? I sympathize with him in terms of his uh, fight with the media. Uh, the media is extremely biased against him, but it doesn't mean that everything he does is right. That doesn't mean he's a quote unquote good guy. It's a word that I've seen thrown around a lot. It doesn't mean that he's going to, um, you know, arrest you know as, as a, like Q uh, QAnon says or something. You know, it doesn't mean he's going to be a big a part of these huge arrests against whoever you know the. Um, the the deep state the pedophiles whatever it is no that's not going to happen sorry but i mean he he came in with promise of draining swamp and thus far he hasn't i mean he's added to it some i think maybe not as much as clinton but he has and i think we we can do better you know um but you know going back to the title of this video it doesn't matter what your feelings are on trump if you're a huge fan of him if you hate the guy if you're somewhere in between like me the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter if it's clinton trump Paul Schiff, me, you, that's in office. Uh, th- this economic bubble, the stock market crash, you know, it's inevitably going to come crashing down. It doesn't matter who's in office to stop it. So you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section, even on the political side of things. I don't want to be a guy that gets into political things in every one of my videos. Just not going to be something that I do. I, ref- I refuse to. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about it, period. And, and when I see a lot of formerly principled conservatives or libertarians or something throwing their support behind Trump just because they don't like the media or because they voted for him and now they feel the need to rationalize everything he does. Um, I'm a, I'm going to, you know, sound the alarm on that. I'm, I'm going to make you guys kind of check yourself, right? Check your, check your uh, assumptions, check your, check your arguments. Um, and, and maybe are you uh, kind of straying away from some of your, your core principles uh, just because, you know, you know, you're, you're, want to support a politician or whatever so you know again love to hear your thoughts though i'm open to disagreement i'm open to uh comments from you guys that that just you know roast me right roast me on this on this viewpoint but uh yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts on all this uh thank you guys though honestly for watching this video agree or disagree you know there's i think there's a lot of people that watch my video that disagree with me politically maybe some people on the left probably a lot of people on the right they're they're upset that I'm not totally throwing my support behind Trump. That's fine. A lot of them continue to watch because they know that I'm more about just politics, and they know that you know the best way to to go about this type of discussion is not to shut out every single voice that you disagree with, but actually to to listen to them to have a discussion with them. So, love to hear your thoughts. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.